Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Man Post podcast. It's the first one post Christmas. Um, I am your host Ross, and joining me as always are my trusty sidekicks Adam and Colin. Good evening, chaps. Hi there. Evening. And we have a guest this week, all the way from the wonderful world of Twitter. It's uh, Mr. Rich Smith. You are a Crystal Palace fan. Welcome. Hello. Thanks very much. And uh, yes, I am for all my sins. <laughs> yeah, we thought we'd get you on there. Timely. Uh, first manager sacked this season. Neil Warnock. Yeah, um, I'd like to say it's a surprise, but uh, <laughs> it's so, I don't think he should have been appointed four months ago. So, no. Couldn't have just waited ten more days. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have made it the year, but no. Or I've done what they did at CityLink and just sacked him on Christmas Day. <laughs> and Morrison's as well. Christmas Eve in Morrison's. One or the other. I mean, Come on, guys. To be fair, though, if we'd been playing on Christmas Day, he would have been sacked on Christmas Day. So <laughs> It all started so brightly as well, didn't it? Um, yeah. <laughs> Him in his white polo shirts. Anyway, um, it's New Year's Eve is coming up, and I want to know which uh, team would you choose to spend New Year's Eve uh, with? Obviously, I'm sure they have parties. They tend to get reported a few days later. Uh, people missing New Year's Day games. Uh, Adam, let's start with you. Where would you like to be on New Year's Eve? It was a toss-up with mine, and I'm going with Manchester United, okay. mainly because of all the things I've learned f- through the years from Rio Ferdinand's Twitter account. <laughs> I mean, he's always talked about how Everyone's enjoying New Year's Eve, but he's in bed. And it, but, but don't worry for him because he loves the game and all that jazz. So, sure, it's not going to be a late one. But then I've also seen them on Christmas Day when he had his Manchester United plateware, and it was a big, it was an Alan Partridge big plate. <laughs> it's a twelve-incher. Nice. So the, those guys know how to party, and I think that was before Louis Van Gaal got there oh Christ yeah when, when you've got a man who will openly get his bollocks out at any opportunity yeah balls out everywhere that's my kind of party <laughs> <laughs> uh, Colin what are we going to go for you um, I, I'd got north of the border Ross okay. um, I'm, I'm going to head into Scotland uh, and I'm going to go to the Rangers Christmas party oh, there's gosh. not going to be any champagne there Colin <laughs> no but oh, skin again. Carver at best but I think more likely white lightning. <laughs> but what makes a good New Year's party? That's right. Tons and tons of special brew. Fights. <laughs> and uh, and it's, it's definitely going to kick off. It'll be probably about 10 o'clock at night before you get Ali McCoist breaking down the door to come in just to kick off. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it'd be uh, entertainment guaranteed. So lots of beer on flow, lots of punch-ups. I disagree, really. Yeah, Rangers is a comedy club the best of times. Uh, Rich, what about you? Um, I'm going to stay in London for one, actually. I wasn't going to go for Palace initially with the yeah. uh, you know the whole no manager thing, but uh, proper celebration go... now. Warnock's out. That would be yeah, but I'm going to go for uh, for QPR. <laughs> so like you said though, you got Rio Ferdinand. He uh, might have bought the plates. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but the you've, you've also got the joys of you know you have Joey Barton's company for the evening. <laughs> you know, about ten or eleven o'clock, he'd have had a few shandies down him, and he's probably said something to. Uh, 
He's probably said something to someone on the team that's annoyed them. Well, we learned, <laughs> we learned from the son that he's the he's isn't he the peace broker now? Well, Almost. allegedly, yeah. You've also got the likes. You've got Bobby Zamora's there. <laughs> Party Central. Hell yeah! <laughs> but yeah, it would be one of those parties where you'll have half the guys who be trying to cause trouble, and the other half will be trying to run away from everyone else. <laughs> it feels like the kind of party that would end in a court case. Yeah, exactly. They're the best ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would go almost north of the border. I'm going to Newcastle just because, just to see what Padre gets up to on New Year's Eve. He had much plans <laughs> when he's sober. Madness. I've seen some of the photos of him on his nights out, and uh, <laughs> he does well for himself, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he knows how to live it up. Uh, right, let's talk about the Premier League football then. Um, let's start with Tottenham and Man United. That game finished nil-nil. Exciting. Very much so. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. Uh, first drop points for Man United since November the 2nd and they shouldn't have done either really they were by far, for me they were by far the better team they absolutely battered Tottenham and they could have been 3 up at half time could have been <laughs> I reckon they probably could have scored 5 goals in that game <laughs> blimey they're looking solid at the back as well after the early season it's bizarre no, no part of their team makes any sense <laughs> We just what we're we gonna do? We're gonna play three strikers. Yeah, how many midfielder players are we gonna play? Just the one. <laughs> no, you can play three of them in defence. That's the whole point, isn't it? Def- defenders, defenders, any good? No. <laughs> how are we getting on? Brilliantly. Yeah, if you look at their lineup on the BBC website, there's McNair and Evans there, and then Jones who can play pretty much wherever. It, it doesn't make sense. There's about seven midfielders on this lineup. Well, they play they they play they Valencia and. and Ashley Young are now wing backs. Right. That is their position now. That's dangerous for Ashley Young. He can't really defend. Well, he's doing all right. It doesn't make sense. I know it doesn't make sense <laughs> for us. We've established it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Tottenham lucky to get away with the point then, really. I would say so, yeah. Keeps them up there uh, in that chase for, what, fifth place, are we saying, for them this season? Fifth? Ooh, probably, maybe even fourth. Yeah. Just because I just think it's a bit open. Not because that's not an indictment of how good Tottenham are, but more how open the competition mm. are. Well, yeah, Saints are sitting there currently, aren't they? But the... exactly. So, do we really expect the teams like Southampton and West Ham to still be there? They, I'm not saying they can't be, but mm. no, good point. We should say there was games on uh, Boxing Day, but. I think all of our teams lost on Boxing Day, so we're just going <laughs> to skip over that. I don't think there was any games on Boxing Day. <laughs> <coughs> no, everyone, uh, no, no one came out of that well, really. I was too busy eating cold gammon, it was fine. <laughs> uh, let's move on then to Southampton 1, Chelsea 1. Um, Chelsea had to come from behind in this one. Eden Hazard with his 10th of the season. Fabregas with his 13th assist, which seems to be some amazing statistic. That the one of the best passers in the world has got lots of assists this season. Yeah, but then when I told you that stat about it is a little bit when I told you that stat about Jack Wilshire though. Yeah, Wilshire's been playing deeper this year. Yeah, but that was that was in fact that was in Wilshire's entire career. Fabregas has more assists in this season in the Premier League than Wilshire does in his entire career. They probably played about the same amount of Premier League games though, didn't they? What in what in Wilshire's entire career? Yeah, I've also been around four years. Oh yeah, but Fabregas could even if he played in every game, which he didn't. At most, Fabregas has played eighteen games this season. Mm. But to be fair to Wilshire, though, he's been injured most of the last two years, so yeah, 
He's never I'm, gets a decent run in the side. I'm more impressed with Downing's six assists this season, to be fair. That's more impressive to me, because it's Stuart Downing. Came from a lower ceiling, didn't it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I expect 15 assists at least from Fabregas this season, before Christmas. He's disappointed me. I'm only 13. Um, drop points, though, for Chelsea. The way Saints have been playing recently. I'm not surprised. I'm not... I'm, uh, that's not to say that I didn't foolishly put money on it, but I'm not surprised because <laughs> um, Southampton impressed me a lot when I was at St Mary's the other week. Mm. They were so compact, um, so difficult for Everton to break down. And in, uh, in, uh, until we scored for them in that game, which obviously <laughs> I'm, I'm now reviewing a game that happened three weeks ago. Well done, <laughs> me. Um, until we scored for them, we were the better team. We were dominating the game, dominating the play, and this was a, this was a team that was missing some of their best players. Mm. Snydlin, uh, I can't remember who else wasn't there now, but there was there was some missing. Tatic wasn't there, for example, and um, they were just yeah, they were so compact. So I'm not surprised that Chelsea struggled a little bit, and it took a little bit of moment of brilliance from Hazard to to even get them the point. What, what I was a little bit surprised about was that for the Southampton goal was how they managed to suck Chelsea's lo- uh, defensive line so high up the pitch. Yeah, that doesn't happen a lot, does it? No. And then you see, well, you see why it doesn't happen a lot because Terry yeah. just gets beat. Yeah. Do you think in, in, in any other Premier League team, Gary Cahill, he, he's, he's the weak link in this Premier League team, in Chelsea's team, isn't he? Like if he signed for Arsenal, he wouldn't look as good as he does playing alongside Terry and Ivanovic, of course, while behind him. Do you think it's just Gary Cahill, though? Because I don't... How much different is... Because he's so much younger, relatively, how much better How much better is Terry than Cahill? Mm. Well, yeah, Terry's the master of the last-ditch tackle, isn't he? He's never been... And they're just, they're just two players who know... They do well, they just play as a defensive unit, don't they? Mm. They play as an, an absolute unit. They know... They're a team that know their defensive limitations and very rarely get caught out by them. This was a I can't think of many other times this season when that has happened to them. No, they've been pretty pretty solid all year. Two shots on target in this game, both came from goals. So Have have you heard uh Jose Mourinho's outburst after the match? Is he had another one, has he? Well Four boys. No um, <laughs> playing two games in two days. Um <laughs> What else could it be? Uh, no one likes Chelsea. <laughs> uh, Rich, you're very close. You're almost spot on there. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's a surprise. Too warm down south. <laughs> no, no, it's another. It's a new one. Um, there is a campaign against Chelsea. <laughs> oh, um, Didn't the Saints have a man sent off in this game? Yeah. yeah Late on, yeah. <laughs> but Mourinho said that the media, the media, the commentators, other managers are all doing it in terms of putting pressure on referees. And, he, and he's talking to the fact that uh, Fabregas got booked for diving. Yeah, that was a bad decision. Well, that was a bad decision, but unless he's arguing that it should have been a penalty, because it shouldn't have been. <laughs> well, perhaps... It was, it, just a, it was just a one of those situations where it was neither, yeah, which is perfectly acceptable. Just play on. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what they used to call it, Russ. You're right. <laughs> But perhaps it is of, of Chelsea's own making because we've had a debate about Cahill diving and in the Boxing Day match, Ivanovic went down far too easily and mm. unfortunately faced off against the wrong man in Andy Carroll, <laughs> who was never going to back down. No. Um, 
probably still, dr- probably, probably still though. drunk from Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but the thing with Chelsea is though, the moment one of their players is touched or goes down, there's yeah. instantly five or six of them in the ref's face, demanding yellow card or yeah. And Fabregas is the prime sort of <laughs> he's the prime one for doing that really. But they know what they're doing. That's mm. not yeah that, that that's just part of their whole their whole team ethos that that they're working the referee every minute of every game. Yeah, and and Jose knows what he's doing as well, because by saying this, he's now putting pressure back on the referees. Mm. And Jose it's always the did... old double bluff. Well, yeah, <laughs> but Jose <laughs> always does he, after after a bad result, he, he, takes, yeah. he deflects criticism away from his players. He says, hey, we're okay. Um, it's nothing to do with them. It's nothing to do with me. It's because of referees or ball yeah. boys or whatever. It's um, the old Ferguson trick, isn't it? It, it's, it works, to mm. be fair. Yeah, it really does. Is it even that bad of a, is it even that bad of a result? If, the, if, I know I've just slagged them off a little bit, but if this Southampton team are for real... Mm. Then a draw away at a, a rival top four team over a busy Christmas period. Yeah, doesn't oh, seem that doesn't seem that bad to me. <laughs> I, no. I, I think it would have been As... a bad result if Burnley hadn't have done them a favour. Yes, against Man City this this afternoon. Hmm. What happened there, guys? Come on, I was on a train. You're going to have to tell me <laughs> what happened there. Two two. Ashley Barnes with a late. Well, not even that late. There's still ten minutes for City to get another one. But well, it was seven minutes injury time as well, wasn't there? So. Almost 20 minutes then for City to score at home against Burnley. Or concede another one. Well, yeah, you never know. <laughs> uh, yeah, 2-0 up City were. Half-time, cruising. Uh, Silva and Fernandinho. But then George Boyd straight after the break and Ashley Barnes in the 80th minute. City threw away a golden chance, really. Could be joint top tonight. Burnley, got him. What, what's happening with Burnley? They're going to stay up, aren't they? Well, I predicted they'd go down. I mean, I think... We think all did. What's happening with Burnley is they're starting to score goals now, which is what the world's no, doing. This is, just, this is just one of those beautiful moments they'll have. <laughs> and they'll, they'll remember that it'll be one of their memories. It's their one good result for the season. Leicester have already had theirs. Burnley have had theirs now. We're condemning them now. That's it. <laughs> You're done. It's downhill from, from the here on in. It's just crying children. That's <laughs> <laughs> what the Premier League is made for, isn't it? That show on Sky. All these kids. <clears throat> Definitely two points dropped, though, for City. They should have been away and clear in this one. They're doing all right for a team with no strikers, aren't they? Yeah, they are. There's a, I heard on the another podcast people say that it, it's only fans of other teams that say without Aguero they struggle. It's, it's proper City fans apparently say that without Silver, they really struggle. Would you agree with that? Silver's he is the linchpin in that midfield, but I think Aguero would do all right without Silver there. I think like, Silver's that creative spark they've got. Mm. So, like Hazard is for Chelsea, where if he's not in there pulling the strings, then it doesn't really matter who you've got up front because they're just not going to get the chances. Whereas I think with Silver passing the ball on to whoever they've got up front, whether it's Aguero or Dzeko yeah. or someone else, and even like for like so Yaya Toure, he creates so much space for the other players. Mm. I think that Aguero is the only one out of those players that can actually create a space for himself. Yeah, that's, yeah, so I think, that's I think exactly. Silva brings more players into the game, whereas Aguero could do it all by himself. I completely agree with you, Rich. Mm. But I think uh, Aguero is the only one they've got who can create something out of absolutely nothing. 
Yeah. How's Nasri still in this team? How's he not been replaced by a better player? Because Nasri's a really good player. He, he's all right, but Jovic is better, I think. I actually think that City are a lot better team when Nasri's playing as well. Uh, I prefer Jovic as a more creative player. Nasri does the, the, the dog's work, basically. Him and Milner. They do a lot of running and tackling. But... So, I think Milner's one of the best players they've got in that team. Mm. He's the absolute the perfect summer. player for them. He's out of contract in the summer as well. So there'll be, plen- there'll be plenty of people chasing him. City will keep him. He's yeah, just holding out for well. the big bucks. Yeah, can't blame him really. Uh, let's move on then. Let's go to let's get Villa and Sunderland out of the way. Finish nil nil. Anything happened? Fabian Dev got sent off. Uh, yeah, that finished nil nil. Leicester beat Hull one nil. Uh, did you see? Hold on, just quickly with the um, Sunderland thing. Did you not see uh, Gus Poyet come out say, claiming that the um, the festive fixture list is a disgrace? <laughs> How long did he play at Chelsea? <laughs> yeah, he's been in this country a good twenty years now. Yeah, and he's managed in the Championship as well. It's even worse. <laughs> yeah, is this new? Is this new to him? I don't. <laughs> I, I can imagine that Gus Poirier is is a bit of an angry man though at the moment, and we all know what he gets up to when he gets angry. Those um, <laughs> Villa dressing rooms today. Oh. Yeah, but um, yeah, he got thoroughly done over against Hull City on Boxing Day. Yeah, Sunderland um, should have won that. At the moment, when you're getting done over by Hull City, things are really bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but then we also missed him doing over Newcastle, so you know swings and roundabouts. Yep. Yeah. Sunderland are so hard to like pre- predict what they're going to do, aren't they? They they beat teams they shouldn't. They lose teams to lose to teams they should beat. They're really hard to. I feel sorry for the guys on the extra time podcast who have to go and predict what their scores are going to be. And then by the end of it, they roughly have enough points to probably stay up. Yeah, they finish in our, one of seven teams finishing fourteenth, don't they? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, Hull, after coming off a of Boston Day win, they play at home to Leicester and they lose. <sighs> Good win for Leicester. Needed that. Massive. Mm. Pulls the rest of the teams closer to them as well. 16 points, Hullow and 17th. Leicester at bottom of 13. So They normally say whoever's bottom at Christmas is gone. Pretty close. I think it's a long list of teams being bottom at Christmas having gone as well, isn't it now? Yeah, I mean, West Brom broke that a few years back, didn't they? Yeah, West I remember Brom, that very West, well. West Brom, get, <laughs> West Brom get relegated so many times that once they're going to have to break that. <laughs> yeah, true. That's just statistically likely. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I actually agree with Mark Lawrenson on this. Oh, oh right. Oh, I, I think what? there's, there's eight... Too much sherry, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's eight teams in the relegation fight, I think. And I think they are Villa, Sunderland, QPR... West Brom, Hull, Palace, Burnley and Leicester. What if Villa are in there? Everton are in there as well, surely, on the same points. Leave it out, Ross. (laughs) (laughs) We used to be friends. (laughs) How would Villa manage to get 21 points? They went a whole month without scoring a goal. I know. All all I want to say is, Ross, just look at the... Let's look at the statistics on Everton getting relegated. Yeah, true. (laughs) They're pretty good. (laughs) Pretty good at staying up. Yeah, I think Lawrence is probably right there, though, really. Any of those three can go down. Well, three of any of those eight teams can go down, I think. No, we'll see. There's no one one dead and buried yet, which is nice to see. Um, And City 2, Burnley 2, so it's about that. QPR nil, Crystal Palace nil, Rich. First game without Warnock, Keith Millen. Uh, Another point? 
Miller does his usual trick of getting a draw in the first game. Um, yeah. Not a lot to say about in this game, really. Two teams that didn't want to lose. It's pretty both evident on the pitch. Yeah. Yeah, both set up to make sure they didn't concede. Mm. Palace had a few decent moments. Um, did the usual thing, especially with Balazi, where he'll beat four players. Yeah, and then sort of look up and don't, not 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 know what to do next. <laughs> Which unfortunately we seem to have quite a few players like that. I think um, punching hit the post. That's about the only really good chance we had. Um, any strikers today? Did Zaha no. play up top on his own? Um, Zaha started up top on his own, and then uh, Campbell came on for him. <sighs> but uh, we could have had a penalty. To be fair, Zaha did get bundled over by Richard Dunn. <laughs> and, uh, that's going to happen. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And from what I heard, I didn't see it, but apparently it was an absolute stone wall. But um, yeah, I've put that on the list of ones we've not been given this year. I think it's about seven or eight long now. Can you imagine punching and Balassi before this game, seeing Clint Hill lining up at left? <laughs> for our, well, Clint's a, a, he's a cult hero at Palace for he what he did for us when he was here. But uh, <laughs> I'm surprised he's still playing. I don't quite he's, understand how. Cause he's, he looked like he was about 50 when he was playing for us. <laughs> he's a cult hero at QPR now. They love him. Yeah. Oh. So, why are we talk about Palace, so we should probably mention we've mentioned Warnock. Mm. While I'm sure Rich will say what what we probably most of us are all thinking about why Warnock was even really hired in the first place. <laughs> I mean, he's he's got a long history of proving he's not up to managing at this level. Yes, relegated yep. quite often. Do we not think he's a little bit been hard done by here? Considering before when he was fired, he was only one point away from safety. <laughs> Um, the problem was it was the atmosphere. Sellers Park is quite famous in the Premiership since last year for the atmosphere that's generated. Yeah, it's loud, it's brash. You know you're in for a fight when you come down to Sellers Park. But on Friday, the our loud section of our crowd, they called them the Holmesdale Fanatics, they basically did a sort of sit in silence, <laughs> <laughs> and the whole crowd Oops. went dead. It was absolutely dead in there. <sighs> And I think that was the last sort of cough, uh, nail in the coffin for him, really. What about uh, the fans, Colin? Unbelievable, eh? Yeah, no surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he didn't help, did he, with his uh, post-match interview? No, his post-match interview where he said we were lucky last year to to get the results we did, <sighs> and all that's happened this year is it's just been bad luck. Yeah, and he, and he and he blamed the players, didn't he, for yeah. playing poorly? And that's that's the same thing that me and Ross heard week after week. It was never yeah. Yeah. Neil Warnock's fault. No. Single one player out every week. Yeah, yeah he'd, he'd just throw criticism around. And yeah, he's, he's, he's tactically well as well. He's been horrendous. Yes. I mean, we were, I think we were 2 0 down on Friday and he brought off one of our wingers for Martin Kelly. <laughs> a fullback. Yeah, so like, oh, we'll protect the 2 0 defeat then. Yeah, that worked. <laughs> but um, yeah, his substitutions have been horrendous. He's been playing players out of position. I mean, Joel Ward last year was being touted as the next England right back. Yeah. And he's now playing at left back. <laughs> and they got Kelly in. Well, got, got Kelly in the day that Pulis got sacked. But uh, mm. um, we signed Zeki Fryers from Spurs. You know, centre back slash left back. Yeah. We've got a couple of players who can play left back. But um, no, we'll put Joel Ward there. <laughs> so we'll make him worse, and then put a player who's worse than him at right back. Is that Mariapa or Delaney? Well, <laughs> it's been it's been Martin Kelly. It's been Mariapa. Mariapa is actually pretty decent. To be fair, I, I quite rate him. Mm. But yeah, it's probably been mostly Martin Kelly. I do like this Palace midfield though. MacArthur, Yednak, Ledley and Punchin and Balassi. Yeah. I like that. The middle three, yeah. Punchin and Balassi. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, yeah. The, yeah. Are, the thing with Punchin is you all know what his history with Warnock was. Yeah. 
But he's delighted so, this weekend. Yeah, I bet he is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Balazi is, is a, in a long line of Palace wingers who can beat their player without even thinking about it and then not know what to do next. <laughs> if they don't get fouled, they haven't got a clue. Yeah. Well, the betting for the next manager then, uh, Pardew is the favourite. Would you take Pardew at the minute? Um, no, personally. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, He's a different Pardew... kind of nightmare that Warlock brings, isn't he? He's yeah, he is. Kind of the same, but in a different way. <laughs> Sherwood's after that. Just, um... just, just quickly on Pardew. You know, you guys know that I think there's always betting market fixers. Yeah, and he's yeah. he's the odds on favourite. He's six to four on uh, with Bet Victor. I think that's the best odds you can get. Mm. Um, no, actually, he's not six to four. He's, he's he's about evens across the markets. He would have to be completely nutty to leave Newcastle United and join well, and join Crystal you. Palace. Surely, yeah, he's, he's, he's on a see, good though, thing. He's fueled the flames himself though because he refused to do the post-match interview today <laughs> after Newcastle Everton. Oh, he's a tease, isn't he? He, he refused <laughs> to speak to Sky, and all of a sudden, the odds for the Palace job dropped. Absolutely plummeted after that. Oh, oh. He's all over that. He's backing that himself as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's she got on this? There's Tim Sherwood, uh, Tony Popovich, who's obviously a Palace former player, uh, Vita Pereira, who's a former Porto manager. Tony Pulis is in there, oddly. He wouldn't come back, would he? I wish he would. Well, just yeah. Just give him as much as he wants. Let his mate who was in charge of the transfers take control of them again. Yeah, I saw a journalist say, why, why sack a manager who's never been relegated and appoint a manager that gets relegated quite a lot? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, they didn't sack him, though, did they? Pulis walked away. Well, yeah. Well, it depends who you talk to on that. But also, the, the reason yeah. why he left is also different depending on who you talk to. So, mm. Wasn't that to do with, with um, Moody? Um, potentially. But also, apparently, he had someone that he wanted all his transfers going through. So, right. any all the money you would have to go through this middle person before it went to the agents and oh, other right. teams. Oh, a sort of Jose so, Mourinho esque. Well, probably uh, a Harry Red, a Harry Redknapp esque uh, <laughs> alleged tax. To... <laughs> Interesting, then, there, Brian McDermott, Colin, thirty-three to one. Well, well, that's that's definitely not going to happen. He's he's, <laughs> he's he's said himself that he signed up to the year to be a coach at Arsenal. Yeah. Um, and then he'll look at his options after that. So. He said he's not going anywhere. So, Doogie Freeman at twenties, but former Palace player, but he's not a very former good manager. Palace manager. Yeah, he did all right at Palace, didn't he? But he, um, he started his, off all right, yeah, and then he faded off. Yeah, his, and then we got Holloway in. His Bolton thing didn't really work out either. Nice. No, no, Bolton offered him uh, more money. Mm. So, I've got a question. A question here to you, Rich, because correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, Steve Parrish is the guy who makes the decisions. A Crystal Palace, yeah? Oh, yes. Yeah, he's the face of the uh, the guys that do. And he said that he, he slept on whether to sack Warnock or not on Boxing Day and then decided to go for it. Um, but he said, I don't have any other manager in mind. I haven't spoken to anybody. <laughs> and I don't get this about owners. Surely, if you're, what is the point of, even if you don't like Warnock, what is the point of sacking him if you haven't hmm. got anybody else or haven't picked up the phone to anybody else you might as well at least keep worn up for another game uh, my views on Parrish are um, he likes himself too much not quite as much as Simon Jordan though. not quite as much as Simon Jordan no, <laughs> but he's very much he wants to be centre of attention yeah to be fair also... if you're Simon Jordan you can have that kind of hair <laughs> do you not want to get do you not and want to get that on as on as many TV shows as you can <laughs> 
because you never know when that might leave you. He look at his dad, his his family tree might be a long list of pattern, male pattern boldness. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see with Parish though, it's um, it's especially funny how he's made sure he's done the uh, he's sacked him before the transfer window. Yeah, and he's quite. He's not saying he's tight on his money, but he wants to make sure that every penny that's getting spent is being spent correctly. Mm. Which how dare four, he? Which four years ago, which four years ago was absolutely perfect for us because you know with the whole administration thing and everything else. Yeah. And we were almost out of business and he came along and saved us. But now if we want to stay as a premiership team and establish ourselves as a premiership team, got to take that chance, you've got to start it? spending some money. Yeah. And not sign 26 players or whatever it was we signed <laughs> transfer window last season. For about four million combined. Yeah, for, for, for literally nothing. And then find <laughs> out that 23 of them are useless. <laughs> um, ideal world then, who would you like to be the next manager? Um, Tony Pulis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest but uh, I suppose that's a bit of a pipe dream so I don't know that's the thing it's an odd one isn't it yeah there's not many managers out there who I think would be able to save us with the position we're in mm. there's Carl Robinson from the he's top. always touted for these parts. Yeah, I don't know if we can make a step up personally. is it just me who heard Carl Robinson and thought of someone at our neighbours yes <laughs> <laughs> it's a lack of football league knowledge yeah. that's why your, your high lack of uh, your high um, neighbour's knowledge there. <laughs> the other name that's been badly run is the uh, Brentford manager I can't think of his name top of my head uh, I want to say Warburton is it? might be come on Colin um, Football League um... <laughs> if you're not going to get the Brentford boss who is? Mark Warburton I want to say there you go is that it? is that, that it? I don't know you, you, you sounded pretty uh, is another the person who makes bread? That? <laughs> he uh, professional He's football got, yeah, manager Robert, you're correct He's currently manager of Brentford there you go look at that I am like Google right let's move on anyway let's talk I about like um, Google <laughs> <laughs> Stoke 2 West Brom 0 Mame Juf with two goals today West Brom I don't, I don't know I don't I don't ever pay any attention to West Brom on any sort of football show does anyone else uh, not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> they used to be more fun when they had um, what's his name in charge, Tony Mowbray. Yes, at least they were they were worth watching then. Mm. Alan Irvine is probably the most dull Premier League manager. Put now there, the most dull. Ooh. J- just on there as well, Adam. You mentioned Tony Mowbray. If mm. if there is a spate of managerial sackings, I think Tony Mowbray could possibly end up back in the Premier League. Is he unemployed currently? Yes, I believe he got the sack from Middlesbrough. Yes, he did. Well, he's 66 to 1 for the Palace job, so. He'll be back somewhere. I think, yeah, I think you could be right there, Colin. Uh, Stoke, though, just going about the business, aren't they? It's going to be another one of those seasons. Mid table, comfortable. Not going to trouble the top and not going to worry the bottom. Just doing what they do. <laughs> just being Stoke. <laughs> just exactly. cashing those sweet, sweet checks. <laughs> Uh, West Ham 1 Arsenal 2 Santi Cazorla and Danny Welbeck with the goals for half time uh, Coyote or Coyote with the goal for West Ham start the break uh, Arsenal into the top 5 West Ham down to 6th now Arsenal uh, managed to without having seen this game because well we haven't we couldn't legally have seen it anyway <laughs> I was on a train and all this jazz again but having watched their game on Boxing Day Arsenal seem to have 
picked up two results, and I've seen that one firsthand. I just wanted to put today mm. two results from being just and so Arsenal at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Song had a twenty-yard volley ruled out for offside, which is probably fair enough because there is two player, two West Ham players, massively offside that are definitely distracting Chesney. Oh, I was going to say, at what point is he, why is he volleying it from 20 yards if yeah. he's offside? <laughs> How high I is that line? I, I, didn't, I didn't understand. <laughs> like, Take a touch. <laughs> uh, Allardyce is furious about it, but just look at the first picture on the BBC website. Those two are clearly impeding Chesney's view. Um, yeah, five matches unbeaten for Arsenal now. Quietly going about the business, aren't they? They're not really troubling anyone. No, they're not. Vegas do men- absolutely mental things. <laughs> yeah, but it's the Wenger out crowd have gone quiet again, haven't they? Well, <laughs> I'll give you. So he, so he signed Callum Chambers as yes. a right, right back, back slash centre back. Fair enough. <laughs> sure, he needs more centre backs, but fair. We'll give him that one. Yeah. Fair enough. Then he plays him like. 2,000 minutes or something obscene like that <laughs> yeah. and is now complaining about the fact that he's been overplayed yeah that well that was your fault <laughs> and to add add to it now Debushi's back so what so what do you do all of a sudden you need someone to play centre back you need someone to play right back oh we'll make Debushi play centre back and we'll have the second choice right back play right back it blows my mind mind games Confuse the opposition. <clears throat> I think he's confused himself. I think he's starting to. He's on the turn. Do you, do you, do you think he's uh, maybe getting to that age where? He's, he's... In five in five years' time, Colin, we won't see him on. He won't be on TV doing all this the commentary and everything. He'll be in a home. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> is, is is he getting to that age where you start thinking? Should we maybe take let make him take his driving test again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has he forgot his highway code? <laughs> but no, I I I love Wenger. It always happens around this time of year to go through a little bit of a dip, come back up again, and hey, presto! You know to get you know to do to get fourth place. Exactly. It's all right though because February's coming, <laughs> and that's when it all goes to shit. Yeah. And well, then... you got Monaco, no Champions League. Um, yeah, yeah, which I saw, which is a miracle because they could have got Bayern and they could have got Barcelona. Yeah, and it, it seems wrong that they haven't got either one of those. <laughs> but then I think it was, I think it might have been Football Weekly where James Richardson suggested that Monaco might be a whole new way, for, a whole new hilarious way for them not to qualify. For, yeah, exactly for the quarterfinals. Someone new. <laughs> We're going to do this in a new and interesting way. <laughs> It's getting boring getting knocked out by Barca every year. Let's move. Let's oh, oh, you think we're going to win this game? <laughs> we'll show you. <laughs> Just before we move on as well, we didn't really talk about West Ham that much, but Alex Song. Yes. Um, West Ham fans were concerned because he was almost certainly going to go to the African Cup of Nations. Not, oh, we, not forgot being... to talk, we forgot to talk about Sam Allardyce's Christmas present. <laughs> well, yeah, they, well, here's your opportunity. He's not been selected by Cameroon for the African Cup of Nations, has he? Absolute madness. Absolute madness, yeah. <laughs> Does he not want to win it? <laughs> <laughs> Just leave your best player home, it's fine. <laughs> Arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is good for Sam Allardyce, though. It's great, oh, yeah. 
because West Ham were a team who I think could have possibly have been quite quite badly affected from the yeah from the Africa Cup of Nations, and that would have probably been their biggest loss. And I think they had five players going uh, before well before the um, actual squad were announced. There was five possibilities that could have gone. I don't know about the other four, but yeah, keeping uh, Song is massive. Imagine how many pigs and blankets Sam had at Christmas. Celebrate that. I think he drank a whole bottle of port. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the bottles of red wine that Ferguson's given him over the years. <laughs> yeah, I'll save that for when I really need it. Uh, Newcastle 3, Everton 2. Um, the late game today. Uh, Adam. I don't know what to say. Aaron Okone scored his first goal for Everton. It was beautiful. I saw that. Great start to the my, game. My spotty, my spotty reception on the phone trying to watch Sky <laughs> go on my train. Tunnels are a real bitch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Um, a lot of Everton fans are unhappy with Lukaku. A lot of Everton fans are unhappy about a lot of things. Mm. But they just need a bit of perspective. Yeah, we discussed this the other day, didn't we? <laughs> You're doing all right, really. Again, look at the not going to go down. No, exactly. We might win the Europa League. Exactly, it's not all bad. That'd be a great day. Yeah, Martinez is a very good manager. I think he, like like Wenger, just gets a little bit uh, muddled himself sometimes. What he's doing. Oh yeah, sometimes he does some things that are are a little bit. The Southampton game I went to, for example, we decided Mm. not to make a substitution. (laughs) What was that about? Yeah, you're losing. Just try and change the game around a little bit. Any chance? Yeah, normally you're so good at this as well. <laughs> it's one of your best qualities. He made three today. Just saving him up. Yeah, maybe he didn't. Re- maybe he thought it was like fantasy football. He didn't realise he couldn't make six <laughs> the next game. <laughs> Newcastle though, Perez, one and a half million pounds they signed him for. Been a revelation. He's got a lot of important goals, hasn't he? Mm. And Sissé, uh, with his fifth in six games. Can't, can't start a game normally. Doesn't ever look but... fit to me. <laughs> Always looks like he's got some sort of injury. But, yeah, uh, apparently he should have been sent off, though, before he scored or before someone scored. Like I said, I had to give up on it after a while because the phone oh. reception was so bad. Yeah, I missed this as well. But, yeah, I saw uh, Mark from the Thursday show was not happy blaming referees for Everson's loss. That'll happen when you're losing. <laughs> yeah, it tends to. I mean, it happens to most clubs. <laughs> We've already heard Rich complain about the eight penalties Palace haven't got. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's have a quick look at uh, Monday Night Football then. Uh, Liverpool plays Swansea, the Brendan Rodgers derby. Um, the Brent, if the, oh, God, I can't think of a worse derby. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the state of Brendan Rodgers' jumper at the minute, Adam? It's almost off completely, uh, isn't it? Yeah, I can't remember what happened over to them over. Everton think, fans moaning about their season. Have a look think, at the table. You're four points behind Liverpool. Come on. I think maybe he went. He went home over the Christmas period and to see his nan, and <laughs> she she was able to put a couple of stitches in it, <laughs> which might have repaired some of the damage, but it's still <clears> a bit tatty. It's not like he he didn't put it this way. He definitely didn't get a whole new jumper for Christmas. <laughs> No, it looks like Granville in like, for all hours. As a reference <laughs> for the kids, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. oh, Colin loved that one. 
Uh, Liverpool are unbeaten in five matches against Swansea. Swansea have never won at Anfield, so it's going to be a Swansea win, isn't it? Got to be. Simon Mignolet's back in the team. It's definitely a Swansea win. Was <laughs> <laughs> say Swansea were going to seven to ones earlier? I don't know. I was like, that seemed like a ridiculous odd since how well they've been playing recently. Yeah. What has Mignolet done to get back in that team? Oh, Brad Jones is injured. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I see. <laughs> Literally nothing, apart from pure good luck. Uh, yeah, Liverpool are without Glenn Johnson, uh, Dan Lovren, and John Flanagan, all with injuries. So maybe their defence will be a bit better than last season. I was going to say, no Lovren. <laughs> it's not a problem, this is it? This could go all right. <laughs> I'm, right. Starting to, I'm starting to see why um, why the Swansea might have gone out to 7-1. to one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's have a look at, quick look at the Championship then from today. Uh, Birmingham beat Forest 3-1 in the early game. Adam, you thought Birmingham was still rubbish? Yeah. Yeah, that was Lee Clark that was dragging them down. <laughs> Since he's left, they've been on a hell of a run of form. Very specifically one person. <laughs> yeah, they were dead and buried when he was there. They're now 14th with 31 points. Uh, they were in the relegation zone when Lee Clark was sacked. That was a good sacking. Yes, definitely. Well, well done, the Birmingham board. <laughs> Who Aren't they in jail? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> to do that from jail takes some doing. <laughs> uh, Huddersfield built, beat Bolton 2-1. Bolton with the strike force of Heidegger Johnson and Emil Heskey. Neil Lennon living massively in the past. Football manager 0-2-0-3 that was. Yeah, it? Exactly. What's he doing? <laughs> hey, it worked last game. Well, yeah, Heskey scored. No one... I think Tom was looking for odds all over the place to get Heskey to score. He couldn't find it anywhere. Uh, Bournemouth continued their great run of form. They beat Millwall... 2-0, top of the table, Bournemouth, 48 points. Bournemouth in Premier League, Adam. It's going to happen now, isn't it? Aren't the stats on the... Much like the te- team at top of Christmas going up, uh, something like 5-6 into six or something like that. Pretty much, yeah. They look unbeatable. Don't they? Just got... <sighs> They're not even a brilliant team or squad. I'll say that at the top. The big... Is this, is this Best just goal, a... dif- goal difference in the league as well. Is this just another <laughs> nail in Portsmouth coffin as well? <laughs> Bournemouth in the Premier League. Yeah, plus 29 goal difference. That's massive already. That's a lot of goals. Yeah. Six, I, plus 16 I, is it, which is second. I feel like they've won a lot of games 6-0, though. Yeah, they just got eight in one game, didn't they? A few weeks back. That will help. It's <laughs> a lovely seaside town. <laughs> you, don't need, you don't need to tell me, Colin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's fairly close to me and Adam. Um, Reading beat Wolves. Reading sacked Neil Alkins a few weeks back. Have they got a new manager yet? No one knows. <laughs> no one cares. Um, <laughs> I don't think they have. Oh yeah, Steve Clark. Steve Clark's the back in football. Yeah. The enemy of me. I hate Steve Clark. Made <laughs> 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 me laugh. Also, for Palace, we get him instead of Warnock. So, well, yeah. Hey, anyway. my. Hey, my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're coming with Steve Clark or Warnock. Yeah. <laughs> um. Any other bits and pieces you want to mention from the Christmas period of football then? Guys, Colin, you got anything you want to bring up? Well, yeah, just a quick mention on Leeds. Uh, we didn't get beat today because we, we didn't play. Um, no, we didn't get destroyed by Derby on TV on Tuesday night. <laughs> on Tuesday didn't night. did you beat Derby last time you played them? We did, but that was pure fluke, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we... So pessimistic. 
over, over the Christmas period, we drew with Forrest, which was lucky. Uh, we got beat by the racists at Wigan. Um, <laughs> Malky McCoy's first win. You're welcome, uh, Malky. There you go. There's your Christmas present. <laughs> to be fair, I, oh, I shouldn't say this. You might rec- he did do it against a team wearing all white as well, so that must have really upset him. <laughs> we can't really call other teams racist either after the Belushi charge that he's been given over the Christmas period. Oh, maybe that... So this ha- <laughs> Not only he did it... So what you're saying is Malky McKay beat not only a fellow whitey, but also <laughs> a fellow racist whitey. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, we've we've been fairly awful. We're four points off of relegation now. Oh, you're talking about form and not racism. <laughs> well, yeah, both. <laughs> both are fairly awful, to be honest. That's quite a statement, isn't it? Racism's awful. <laughs> no, do you know what I think is really bad, Ross? Cancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, controversial. <laughs> All right, uh, I don't think Colin's had any time to prepare another one of the um, your tweet games, which is amazing, Colin. You're going to have to do that for our next show. Yeah, it does need a little bit of research, so so we'll pick that up in the new year. Adam has some doozies as well, going through those. Uh, so what we're going to do is the, uh, the BBC website. I've got the uh, a transfer window, a look at some of the players and where they could possibly go. So let's have a quick look through some of these, shall we? Please tell me at least one of them is a Arsenal planning on signing a defender on January 1st. Uh, Ron Vlaar. If I don't, if I don't wake up on the first of January to news of Arsenal having signed a central defender, what yeah, we'll be have a seventeen-year-old from France. <laughs> exactly. The only one linked with them in this list is Ron Vlaar. Uh, he's linked with Man United and Arsenal. Rock and roll. Making a move to Arsenal, maybe. Uh, I think pe- is it just me, but he seems slower in my mind once I learned that his nickname was Concrete. Concrete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Weird, that. <laughs> uh, what do you think Petr Cech then possibly on the move link with Arsenal and Liverpool? For what Liverpool would do for Petr Cech and goal? I don't think Chelsea would sell him to them. Well, no. maybe to Liverpool. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, you'd, you'd have to think that Petr Cech would want to go to Arsenal because yeah. he wouldn't even have to move house. Yeah. But are Chelsea going to let him go to Arsenal? Mm. No. No, not a chance. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're sort of heading towards sort of Lampard territory here. He'd rather let him sort of stay and go on a free. Yeah. And then, oh, it's okay, he's going to America. He's, he's never going <laughs> to reappear in a Premier League. This guy. <laughs> All of a sudden, man said, oh, hello, what's happened there? Marabella's then. He's linked with Inter Milan and Napoli. Brendan Rodgers has got to take the hit on this and he can just get rid of him. I think he'd have a great time in Napoli. Yes. He'd fit right in. He'd love it. <laughs> I want him to do well, just not for Liverpool. I do. They're not using him right. No one wants it. No one wants Liverpool to do well. No. I don't even have anything against Liverpool. I just don't want them to do very well. It's their fans, Ross. It is. It's the fact they're all a bunch of cunts. You're listening, Chris. Um, Anderson. <laughs> to be fair. Really? Yeah, we get points off them. <laughs> Oh, that three three oh, season. That was a double that that came back at him. That was brilliant. <laughs> I love that. Um Anderson, remember him? He's been linked with uh no local chip shop. But yeah, a move away from Manchester United, let's just say that. I Contract may be cancelled apparently to facilitate a move back to Brazil. He's twenty six. He won the Golden Boy a few years back as well. He used to be this 
before he went to Manchester United, he was this like attacking midfield player as well. Yeah. Just think all those Liverpool fans getting excited at Sterling winning the Golden Boy. Oh, cautionary tale. <laughs> Manchester. They don't all turn out like Leo Messi. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Silo Berahino, the bane of Collins' season so far. He's been linked with uh, Liverpool and Tottenham. West Brom said they want twenty million for him because he's English. He'll go to Spurs for eight million. <laughs> eight million. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's just a typical Spurs signing, isn't he? Yeah. On the thirty-first of January. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty average. At Eleven. He's had a few big games and. Yeah. That's enough to spend the money. A bit like Andros Townsend. Really. <laughs> They've got Harry Kane. Yeah. Don't, don't need him, own. do they? The Harry Kane. I've got to get someone to replace Soldado, though. I feel ill, Adam, after that. Um, Will Hughes has been linked with a move to Liverpool. He's kind of gone off the ball this season, isn't he, Colin? Yeah, I mean, I, I do rate him, though. I do rate him. Mm. Where's he going to play in that Liverpool team, though? I don't know. He's an attacking midfielder, so you're going to replace Coutinho with Will Hughes. Well, it's Brendan Rodgers. You never know if he might do. Or Steven Gerrard. <laughs> you can't replace him. He's a hero. Uh, Alex Mowat is linked with Everton and Aston Villa. Colin, I'd be distraught if he left for either one of those two teams. Sorry, Adam. but That's all right. We played a player from Leeds today, and look where that got us. Uh, did you play Luke Garbutt? Yes. Yeah. He was really, he was really quick. He can run 100 metres really fast. Thanks for that. That's all I know about him. Colin, <laughs> <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be distraught if he left, wouldn't you? I'd be distraught because he's part of the, the Leeds youth setup. But but he's here's got us relegated. Here's something. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's anywhere near good enough to get into Everton's team or Aston Villa's team. Well, hang on about Villa. I I don't I don't rate him. <laughs> I, I think he's a good player at a Championship level. I don't think he's done anything to prove that he no. could do it at Premier League level. And I think he's got the legs. I think it's one of these stories because Leeds are a big club and he's done all right and he's got Young Player of the Month for November yeah. or whatever and. Um, People putting two and two together and making him a mega star like we did with Sam Byram. And mm. it turns out Sam Byram's just sort of a fairly decent right back. And yeah. and I think I think we the media are guilty of doing that with a lot of Leeds players. Well Warnock broke Byram. Another one of Warnock's successes in football. Uh Chris Commons is linked with Crystal Palace. Rich, any interest um, in Chris Commons? He's thirty one now. As long as he knows where the goal is, then yeah, quite happily. Thirty-two last season, but that That's was for Celtic. Yeah, let's yeah. <laughs> well, last signing from Celtic was Joe Ledley, and he's done pretty well. Yeah, so I've obviously got the link there. So I, I, I take him definitely. Ledley got, got a cracking beard. I'm a big fan of Oh yeah, our, our retired <laughs> midfield started to get. A... <laughs> oh yeah, him and Yednak. Yeah, brilliant. And Scott Dad started growing his as well. <sighs> More reasons to like Palace. <laughs> uh, Sammy, you mean, you mean a reason to like Paris? <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Kinnear like Liverpool. Well, yeah, exactly. It's good for Everton to be fans. That and beating Liverpool. You've got two reasons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sammy Kinnear linked with Man City, Man United and Chelsea. Uh, hasn't he already signed a pre-contract with Bayern? Has he? Well, I don't, I don't think he could legal... I, I thought that was the whole... All the talk was that... Oh, Xabi Alonso a bit pissed, wasn't he? Kinnear rocks up. <laughs> they play in the same position. <laughs> I just got rid of you. Yeah, fuck's sake, give me a lunch. <laughs> <laughs> and tell me about Martin Montoya, a right back from Barcelona. 
Um, the one who's nowhere near good enough to play for Barcelona. <laughs> is he not the new Daniel? Is he, jo- is he joining Liverpool? He is. Liverpool are living with him. Yeah, he's not very. He's not good enough. I don't think. Better than Glenn Johnson. I don't. People give to Glenn Johnson a lot of stick. I don't really get. You can't defend. But neither oh. can right. That that's how you play right back nowadays. <laughs> Gary Neville's furious at that. And, and with Adam on this. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't mind him. I, I think. Oh, I think he's very attacking. He scores some nice goals occasionally, but he can't really defend. He scores too many goals with his left foot for my liking. Mm. They annoy right. me. It's not right for a right back. Yeah. <coughs> all right, let's have a look around Europe then. Apparently, Shakiri has been linked with uh, Liverpool and Napoli. Would be a great signing. Oh man, imagine Napoli getting Shakiri and Balotelli. Hipster's yeah. choice. With Higuain as well. Oh, what team? Um, but, Levetsi next. Well, Levetsi is linked with a move back there. We're sure, we're sure that Benitez would know what to do with this. No, he'd have no idea. Would he? no, yeah. Left wing back. Yeah, uh, Levetsi, as Rich said, to be linked with a move to Inter Milan, Napoli, or Valencia. He's not really. He's not the main man, is he at PSG? Which is never going to happen with the big man. <laughs> There's <laughs> you know? only one main man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Uh, Kevin Strootman Man United obviously uh, Paul from the United rank cast claimed that he has biscuit knees so that's, I don't think that's a good thing are they like the glass ankles that, um, <laughs> that Jack Wilshire has <laughs> yeah or the Chris Beckett hands that Joe, uh, Joe Art has <laughs> <laughs> could make a £32 million move to Old Trafford is he that good why does he think he's got biscuit knees he has one bad knee, knee injury, injury. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that'd be why uh, any other ones I can see really uh, Bernard the uh, Shakhtar Donetsk winger Brazilian star guess Arsenal. which league club he's getting linked with almost almost Tottenham yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> that is the most Tottenham transfer they can make along with Berahino a winger they don't need wingers uh, and Wesley Schneider finally Man United and Man City both for him apparently to be fair if you're Dutch you're probably going to get linked with Manchester United yeah Let's go for it. Vlah, Strootman, (laughs) Schneider. (laughs) Schneider's only 30. What's Van Nistelrooy doing? (laughs) (laughs) It was the Yaps there recently. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Ross, you might want to have a scroll down on that uh, BBC list to the uh, the USA bit, the MLS. MLS, Robbie Keane. And Jermaine Defoe. (laughs) Guess where they're both linked Guess which club, yeah. (laughs) QPR. Yeah, the Penguin. Redknapp loves strikers. Imagine getting 34-year-old Robbie Keane and 32-year-old Jermaine Defoe. Brilliant. Fifth, there's an English striker you want from the MLS. It's uh, Bradley Wright Phillips. Yeah, it's on fire. Was it 29 goals last year? I imagine Charlie Austin is not looking forward to January. Because if they <laughs> sign Keane and Defoe, he's on the sidelines. He can't be, surely. <laughs> I don't know, you're going to have to pay Defoe a lot of money to get him back. Because he's on a hell of a wage at Toronto. <laughs> You realise that soon we're not far away from an England game coming up where we could feasibly see Charlie Austin and Harry Kane playing up front together. Uh, not Harry Kane. I would like to see Charlie Austin. Not Harry Kane. Yeah, I would as well. Apart if, not if Harry Kane played though. What have you got against Harry Kane? He's... <laughs> Apart from my horrible pun. I can't hold that against him. That wasn't his fault. He had he had very little to do with that. See, all that the pun reminded me of was the old TV show that used to be on ITV when I was a kid. Exactly. It, that's why it worked so well. But Ross didn't like it. 
See, the thing it's is, because it came from you, you don't like puns. <laughs> <laughs> what what I like about Harry Kane is that obviously he's getting the goals at the moment, but he puts in a real shift every every game, and he's he's always trying. You know, he's one of their own. Yeah, and his his head never drops. He's just a solid citizen. Kane. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks happy to be playing, doesn't he? <laughs> that was so contrived. <sighs> oh dear. Colin, you've killed the podcast. Sorry. Or finished on a glorious high. Yeah, let's go out with that. <laughs> That's the end of this week's Man of the Post podcast. Uh, make sure you check out manofthepost.com there will be some new articles coming up soon uh, just need to get some people to write them for us um, we're on Twitter at Man of the Post. Uh you can follow me on Twitter at Rosbell1984 you can follow Adam on Twitter at AdamSA101 and Colin on Twitter at Cass707 and you can follow Rich on Twitter at Smidgy87 if you want to see quite a lot of betting tips Rich you're quite better aren't you uh, I am yeah although today's not gone brilliantly very welcome on this podcast <laughs> However, Tom has got an addiction. So, <laughs> yeah, Tom put a bet, a quite large, sizable bet on the amount of corners in a was it Galatasaray game yesterday. Fenerbahce, it was Fenerbahce. Unbelievable issues, big issues that man's got. <laughs> <laughs> also, Scott, a bit sort it out. I wanted to cash out on Saturday and I couldn't, or on Boxing Day because your bloody system went down and I couldn't cash out and I lost. Right, I yeah. cashed out a one pound bet for forty one p earlier. So nice. Yeah, <laughs> we've all got. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you and Tom would just be get on really well. You would <laughs> just do a gambling podcast, maybe. Yeah, so you get on with that. <laughs> uh, right, yeah. Make sure you if you're downloading us from iTunes, leave us a rate and review. If you get a five star rate and review, Colin will send you a man of post fridge magnet. You've got to send one to Rich Colin as well. I should have mentioned this to you. Uh, he did something for us before Christmas. Okay. Yeah, I'm still waiting for it. <laughs> it says Christmas police, uh, postman, Rich, is that fault? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> you don't understand the admin that this show has to go through as well. <laughs> and the Extra Time podcast will be back in the new year, I think. I think they're taking a little little break, because uh, one of them's in America, travelling around, and Chris is too busy uh, growing his beard, it seems, and talking about the wire to anyone that'll listen to him. That show, I don't even understand, that show doesn't go on anymore, does it? No, it's finished, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He loves it. Can't so get he's just, it. He just won't stop talking about a show that isn't on TV anymore. <laughs> no, basically. Hold on, I've just realised that, that I probably <laughs> mention The Office every day, so I'm a bit of a hypocrite. <laughs> yeah, but that's The Office. It's brilliant. <laughs> Look at that. Wire heat on the Man on the Post podcast. <laughs> All right, that's it for this week. Uh, we will be back next week in the new year. Uh, so it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Adam. Bye. Bye from Colin. Goodbye. And goodbye from Rich. Bye-bye. And until next time, always remember to have your man on the post.